I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey everybody, welcome to Marriage or Martinis. I'm Adam, here's Danielle. Hello. I'm I'm really happy that we're doing this episode, by the way. Like, I know we're going to do a therapy episode and you asked me about, should we do the therapy, therapy episode today or put it off? And I was like, let's do something light and fun. And like, we've been doing this, I'm taking off this week. So I'm home with you all week, which I am loving, by the way. Oh. And we just need to reconnect and just, look, let's have fun. Right. We're, we're going to do it. We're going to get there. We did a therapy session yesterday. We sure right? did. So we couldn't talk about that. But for now, I just think we need like a little like lighthearted, fun, whatever kind of thing. And I said to you, we haven't done a game in a long time. Like we did game show episodes back in the day. And it was like, all right, I, that that could take some work. Whatever. Let's just Let's just throw some questions out there and have a good time. And you said to me, what? You said well. I said it's award season right now, so it's about to be you know the Oscars and the I don't know if the Emmys already were maybe, and so I just thought to myself, all right, let's do our own little like awards thing, but a marriage martinis version. So like but best of best for us. of or worst of you know right. there's the Razzies which are the worst of we could do like wait the- so Oscars is movies yeah okay and then what are the other ones I don't even Tonys or Broadway oh yeah good. I knew that right yeah. Um, Emmys. Emmys is music. TV. TV. Grammys is music. Grammys is music. Right. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, yeah, there's like People's Choice. There's a thousand right. different. But I thought let's just all right, let's just do it marriage and martini style. Where sure. people people are always asking me like, what are your recommendations for this and for that? I thought this would be a, an interesting way to do that. However, people have been asking me for on Instagram for a therapy um, episode. Right. And I did a poll saying, okay, do people really want a therapy episode? Like, do most of you really want it? And thousands of people answered. And I would say, you know, thousands said yes. Maybe 26 people said, no, don't do a therapy episode. And I I don't even know if they're Marriage Martinis listeners or whatever, but people really want a a therapy episode. I get it. And I think we could probably do a really good one. We will. I'm just not in that headspace right now. Like I just, I'm very happy to do this. I think I thought it was really fun to answer the questions and I think it'll be a really fun conversation. I also wanted to say people who have been on Instagram have seen that we have a new addition to our family. (laughs) Just what we need. (laughs) I know, right? Our lives are not fulfilled enough. We had to overfill our lives. Well, we are through and through dog people, right? I mean, especially me. I've right. been dog obsessed my whole life. I had two cats growing up, 
but I didn't have the best experience with them. Did people think, by the way, that you were pregnant or something, that we had to just had a baby when you no, just said that? No, no one says that. No, no, no one thinks that. No. Um, but I think people were like very happy that we took in this kitten. First of all, it's a very malnourished it's sick a, kitten. It's, it's a broken animal, just like we are we, known oh, for. Yeah, you you keep yes. saying like we keep getting all these broken animals. I'm like they're the best ones. I mean, well, Tessa, our previous dog, who was so broken, and turned out to be the most wonderful dog yeah. ever. No, I, to me, broken animals are the best, and, and they're yeah. not broken. They're just um, what's the word? They're like abstract art kind of they right like they, that doesn't belong there yeah they're like they're, the face should be over here like the nose should be up there a little bit maybe more like that's like our dogs that we have now like yeah we have, broken we have no show way. animals whatsoever <laughs> like none of our animals are gonna win the westminster dog or cat anything right. gangliest legs competition billy would win Dumbest I dog. mean, you or Jonah might win the gangliest legs competition. Me? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we didn't go over the most embarrassing moments of your childhood yet. That was probably one of mine if you had asked me. Right. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So, I was excited about this episode. It's, it's, it's going to be fun. The questions are fun. I think, Will, you are so... I knew you were going to be good at this. You came up with awesome questions. Well, yeah, because you told me, come up with questions for best of or whatever. I'm like, what? I don't know what you mean. I don't know how to do this. And I was like, fuck it. Here's what I can think of and I'll do my best. So I think the best idea for us is I came up with my questions. You came up with yours. Let's go back and forth. Perfect. Okay. Mm -hmm. So let's start it out. Okay. All right. So I was kind of excited to answer this one and hear your thoughts on this one. So not, not to go back and say, what was the best of in the past or present? What about the future? What do you think the best product of 2030 is going to be? Well, I said a product that I hope will be. Well, obviously, because you don't know. Yeah, and <laughs> something that I think we need mm -hmm. is an app where moms, yes, I said moms. I know a lot of dads out there are going to be like, what about us? Fine, but I said moms, especially after the pandemic and all the research and everything. An app where moms put in how many hours they've caretaken I don't know what the right like language to use is they've caretaken that week and they get fucking paid for it right so, so like you you track like I drove my kid here I helped with my kids homework here I went to the vet this time I went like all the things you do you're tracking the time and you yeah. get paid per whatever that's hour, right or, you yeah. put it in and you get paid by the government or some establishment that has decided that they're going to pay moms what they deserve for being either stay at home or, you know, work from home or whatever it is. Okay. Moms get paid for what we're doing. Okay. And so I said that that would be my ultimate app that hopefully by 2030, we will be compensating moms for the time that they have put in. Well-deserved, by Thank the way. You. Yeah. Thank you. So for me, I've been re-watching Black Mirror. That came out in 2010, right? So it's a long time ago now. It's over 10 years ago. And it's getting a little bit scary. Like the truth that's like the foreshadowing and the forecasting of what... Like the Simpsons? Exactly, yeah. right. Like what's really going to happen? And you look back and you're like, holy shit, mm -hmm. that they, you know... They yeah, you want to predict the future? Just watch The Simpsons. Yeah, I mean, the episode where everybody gets rated on their phones and you're 
societal, you know, uh, status. Yeah, your status is based on your reviews from other people or ratings from other people. Or there was that one with the the dog robots. Remember that one? Mm-hmm. You don't remember that? Okay, it was like a black and white episode where there were dog robots, like whatever. But those things are happening. Like that's happening now. So it's just crazy to think about what the possibilities are of the future. And my answer was, for now, it's starting today. Do you know anything about the metaverse? No. You really know nothing about it? You don't know what's going on with that? The metaverse? Are you for real? You're all over, like, social everything, and you don't know. Yeah, but according to our kids, I'm on old people TikTok, so I'm not (laughs) getting any metaverse stuff. I'm just getting old people dancing to TikTok. Okay, so this is for real. This is happening now. The metaverse is the virtual reality of life, right? So so this is like a new reality that you can actually, you know, quote unquote, live in, but it's virtual, right? So you can buy land, you could buy a home, you can you have a job, you can sell things, you can buy things. Like it, That's happening it's, now? It's happening now, but I think by 2030, this is going to be like... I hate use the word reality, like the new reality, and it it could be Ready Player One, and yeah, like this could be such a Black Mirror episode. Like Snoop Dogg is creating Snoopverse, and you can go and buy a house in Snoopverse and live there, and you know, hang out with Snoop and like whatever. And like Paris Hilton has her own virtual clothing line; you can buy her clothes. So your avatar has clothes that they can buy like hmm. this is for real like okay. it's and you buy everything in crypto so like that's kind of cool too mm-hmm. um i don't know i just think it's it's wild like i'm just so impressed and scared at the same time at the possibilities of this thing because i mean think about all of your stresses in life today and then you just plug into this place and you could be a whole nother person and a whole nother life that sounds horrible. But it's but it's it could be, but it could be amazing too, right? Not really, because you don't feel anything. No, but you do. I mean, who who's not who you know, who's to say you're not gonna be wearing things that you can feel everything. You know, you're wearing a bodysuit or whatever, and emotionally you're there, physically you're there with this bodysuit or whatever it is you're wearing. Like Can you have orgasms? Like of course. Like what? Yeah. They, they, no. got, they got penis suits. They got vagina I, suits. <laughs> but you're you're virtual, so it's not you're you're not actually feeling anything. But it's programmed. You can have the best orgasm you've yeah. ever had All in right. your life. Okay, <laughs> I'll believe it when I see it. Okay, so sounds like fake news to me. <laughs> All right. All right. So, what was your question? So, my first question that all right, I'm gonna ask. Um, best quote you've ever read or heard. Okay, so the best quote I think is my boy Neil deGrasse Tyson. Mm-hmm. The universe is under no obligation to make sense to you. Hmm. There's so much crazy shit out there and things that don't make sense, and they're not supposed to. We we are there's no obligation for the universe to make sense to us in any way. There's things that just happen that we don't understand. That's just the way it is. We're not supposed to. That's so interesting because I would take those words and Mia gets asked the question all the time because she's so knowledgeable about all of this that people will always ask her about pronouns and stuff uh-huh. and, you know, trans people and they'll say to her, but I don't understand. And she'll say, you don't have to understand. 
Like it, it doesn't it's, matter it, if you understand. Right. You just have to, you Accept. know, embrace. Yeah. So that's that's how I would use that. Is that you know she always has to say to people because she's sort of become like the you know the knowledgeable source for so many people we know who will say to her, "Well, why?" And I don't understand. And she her answer is always, "Why do you need to understand? Why can't you just support?" And embrace. Right. But I mean, it's, it's a perfect relation. It's like, you don't need to understand. Right. It just is. Exactly. And that's it. Accept yeah. it. I mean, there, there's more to it than that. Of course. But, but, but you, for what she's saying is if you don't understand it, just embrace it. That's it. Right. Mm-hmm. Good. Okay. Your turn. Oh, so that was your answer. Oh yes. Oh, so my answer to, um, no, 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 I was just responding to you. Best quote you've ever read or heard. Okay, so I said it's a little cliche because I know Brene Brown is getting to be a little cliche. But my favorite is always, and I think about this a lot, if you're not in the ring getting your ass kicked, I'm not interested in your feedback. And now as public figures who have this platform or these platforms that, you know, we are very honest on and we get a lot of feedback and we get a lot of reviews and most of them are beautiful and wonderful, I do think to myself sometimes, you know, we're putting ourselves out there, we're, we're making ourselves vulnerable. And quite honestly, if you're, you know, if you're giving us all this terrible feedback and all these terrible reviews, and I think this about a lot of my friends who are, you know, putting content out there and everything, if you are not in the ring getting your ass kicked, I don't care about your feedback. And or, or I'm not interested in your feedback. And I think that makes a lot of sense. You know, a lot of people sit and hide nothing to do with us even on Instagram or on Facebook or whatever. You, you know, they hide behind screens and they hide behind a keyboard. And it's sort of like it's very easy to throw shade and to be very critical of people when you're just not doing the same stuff. OK. OK. What about the best restaurant experience you've ever had? Okay, so I said um, the Supper Club in Amsterdam. Yes. Yeah, we were, what, 22? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Um, and I still have yet to have an experience like that. Mm-hmm. where So we were in Amsterdam, and your sister, who had lived in Europe, had told us about this restaurant. It was like you knock on these huge doors, and they let you in, and you go upstairs. You had to like go down an alley. like You couldn't find the place. No, no, yeah. no, no. No one knew about it. They might now, but... It, but back then it was sort of like quote unquote secret, you know, and um, and it was just especially being 22. Listen, I had lived in New York for four years and never experienced anything like this. Like it was just you sit on these beds and you're relaxed and they have wine and food, but also these fortune tellers and these masseuses. I don't even know if that's the plural word for it, but. They have all, you know, people come around and they entertain you and they have, oh, they had dancers in the middle. Like just, it was such an experience and we were so young. Um, And everybody was trans, right? Yeah. There were a lot of trans people there. Everybody that worked there. Yeah. Well, Amsterdam is, you know, kind of always on the forefront of acceptance and embracing. And that's why it's one of my favorite cities. But uh, that night to me, if you ever go, it's still there. I looked it up. Did you? I mean, yeah, because we went back to Amsterdam a couple years ago. We had our kids and our family with us and stuff, so we didn't get to go, but I did look into it. Um, and it's just, it was a wonderful experience. Yeah. So, you know, this was what, t- almost 25 years ago. 
I, it was incredible mm-hmm. to me. It was almost a life changing experience. Like I realized how small I was and how much is out there that I hadn't experienced. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good example. Thank you. I love that. What'd you say? All right. So my, I, I had to do two because my first one was without you. And I felt like oh, I have to have one with Danielle as well. Mm. But the first one was, I used to go to these business meetings, business dinner meetings that were mafia-esque yes they made me feel like i thought i was in the mafia mm-hmm. going to these places i it, thought you were in the mafia i mean we would go to these like up in connecticut or upstate new york wherever it was and we'd go to these incredible italian restaurants they would bring us downstairs into the wine cellar they had a table within the wine cellar, like there was a table in the california area a table in the france area a table like and you just had your own you know, wine cellar room kind of thing. And they would bring out, you know, the cheeses and the meats and the, the pasta courses and the lobster apps, you know, the, the, the appetizers and the, the most incredible dinners and the desserts and the wines to match the wines that we okay, would we never, get it. Oh, we like, get I'm it. drooling. We get it. Like we get it. The most I am too, but I've never been. So yes. And not only that, but like the service was fun they would they, they would come down that the, the guys knew everybody and we would do um like trivia with the guys that worked there like it was just an experience it was so much fun and and then i have another one with you too because as incredible as that was i know what it's gonna be tell me joel rubichon no oh because Joel Rubichon was amazing. In Vegas. And, and out of our reach and like a wonderful experience. I don't remember that as much as I remember our dinners in Cabo. Because mm. we, wherever we, we made, we, we did our research for dinner when we knew we were going to Cabo. Uh, this The settings we were in. We were sitting on top of cliffs where the water would break on the cliffs. And they would bring out these incredible, you know, the, the food was amazing. And the service was so good. I felt bad. Like they were so, you know, trying to be accommodating and polite and helping us. And I was almost just like, this is too much. Like the people would hold their heart and bow when they spoke to us. And I'm like, no, that's (laughs) not us. Like, please don't do that. I feel so bad. You doing that for us, you know, but just an amazing experience. You know, Top of the chart. Love it. I would love to be able to go do that again. Yeah, that would be one of my biggest recommendations for going on vacation is we couldn't afford to stay at those resorts. They were too expensive for us. So we would either make reservations for dinner or which was still too expensive for us or for drinks. So we stayed in a very modest, still beautiful. Was it all inclusive when we went? It was all inclusive. Um, and it was beautiful, you know, everywhere in Cabo, I feel like is beautiful, but we would make dinner and drink reservations at these hotels that we couldn't afford to stay at. So we would still experience them. Right. Um, but and that's, did, and we did, and we but, did. Yeah. yeah. They you, treat you they just don't, And they the don't same. kick you out. You can stay there as long as you want. And we had the yeah. most incredible time, but that is really one of my favorite travel hacks is yeah. if you're not going to stay somewhere because you can't afford it. You can even not even make dinner reservations if you can't afford that. You can make drink reservations and just sit at the bar. Mm-hmm. And you still get to walk around, you know, and, and experience the, the resort. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you have another question? Yeah. So I had uh, best indulgence you've ever spent money on. So, uh, you know, 
we've we've obviously indulged a lot. <laughs> yeah, some of I, it, but but good, in a some of it good not. way. Yeah, that's what, the what's question. your favorite? Like, what's something that you actually spent a, too much money on, maybe, but you're very happy? You okay, did it? so going back to what we just talked about, the Joel Rubichon dinner, mm-hmm. the um, French Laundry experience that we had, those like I love good food. I am willing to spend money on food, mm-hmm. and we have done so. <laughs> and yeah. I loved every piece of whatever the fuck I was eating because I didn't know what it was. Right? I'm so shocked. I thought you were going to say. A, you're... Oh yeah, yeah, I'm not done. Okay, I, well, I wouldn't think so. Yeah. Okay. My next answer is my Tesla. Yeah. There yes. you go. The best investment I ever made in my life. And mm. when I say investment, no, it's not to make money on the thing. That's not the point of it. Everybody who doesn't love Elon Musk, I'm with you right now. <laughs> I understand. Okay. Yes or no, whatever. Any product you can ever buy or purchase, well, there's a bad story behind it. I get it. If you buy a Tesla, you will never go back. I will never go back and never get another car again. I love this thing so much. Mm-hmm. I, I am know you do. so happy that... I spent the money on this thing. It's the most expensive car I ever bought, and I would do it again. I love it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I know you do. Yeah. And it gets like a million miles, and you've had it for years. And how many years now have you had it? I've had it for three years. Okay. I've not paid for one service. Right. I've not paid for any gas. I, you know. Like, and you have no plans of getting rid of it. No. I, I, this is the first car I ever bought in my life. Right. I've leased forever. This is the one thing I knew I wanted to own, pay off. And be like, I own this thing. I don't have a car payment. I don't have a gas payment. Like, for all the reasons, I love the fucking thing. All right. Yeah. What about you? Dumbest indulge. Oh, dumbest or best? Oh, best. Sorry, we're still on best. Best indulgence I've ever spent money on, I would say, is Hamilton tickets. Back when Hamilton, you know, when you couldn't get tickets. And it was like, if you were going to get tickets, you were spending a fortune. And, you know, you couldn't get them straight from the box office. You had to go through StubHub or, you know, SeatGeek or whatever. Um, And Mia was obsessed with Hamilton, I would say, for a good two years before we got tickets. I mean, she had practiced the raps and the, you know, she knew every single thing about every character. She was reading books about Aaron Burr and about, you know, uh, about Hamilton and and the the background and Lin Manuel Miranda and she just had done like she was fascinated, and I surprised her one day and said I she woke up in the morning thought she was going to school it was February I remember, uh, and I said to her you're not going to school today we're going to see Hamilton, and it was one of the best moments of my life, mm-hmm. uh, seeing her reaction and 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 obviously you know and. Going into a show like that, what I said to her was, listen, it's been really, really hyped up. You might go into this show and be disappointed because of the hype. Because, like, I remember when we saw the producers on Broadway. I don't. Oh, okay. Well, we saw the producers. With Matthew Broderick? Matthew Broderick and, um, oh, shit. What's his name from Birdcage? Nathan Lane. Nathan. Oh, my God. Look at you. Yeah. And Nathan Lane. And, and we were... Well, I had been so hyped with it. And then we saw it and like everybody, remember everybody was laughing hysterically around us that like we couldn't even hear the show. Mm-hmm. And I was sort of like, all right, I, this is this is probably funny, but I can't hear anything that's going on. It's so hyped up. And but it I mean, there was literally I remember me and I looking at each other in the middle of the show and she was probably like 11 at the time. And I remember us saying to each other, we need to go to the bathroom, but we don't want to miss one second. Mm-hmm. And then 
A few years later, we took my parents, who my parents indulge in nothing. They don't do, you know, they don't travel. They don't, they don't have nice cars. They don't buy nice clothes. Like, they're just very frugal people. And I remember taking them to Hamilton and being like, this is the coolest thing to be able to, well, I don't know if we were able to, but we took my parents to Hamilton. <laughs> we did. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we could or we couldn't. We, we did. Yeah. And that was just, it was just such an amazing thing. Mm-hmm. And um, Cool. Yeah. So that was my favorite. Awesome. I'm sorry I went on too long. No, that's okay. We, I mean, we have so many of these. Maybe this will be a long episode and that's fine too. Yeah. We could do that. But okay. let's take a break. Okay. We'll be right back. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. All right, so is it my turn? Right, you asked the last question, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't want to do like what, like the best TV show ever, like blah, 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 boring. But I wanted to know, who do you think had the best chemistry between TV characters ever? This was easy for me. Do we have the same answer? Definitely not. Okay. Definitely not. Uh, I said Outlander, Claire and Jamie. Oh, I never watched it. I, don't I know. know you should. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. Uh, to me, first of all, they have like, they have so much speculation everyone's always trying to make it like they're together in real life because everybody really wants them to be together in real life oh wait a minute by the way i didn't mean chemistry as like in a love situation i just meant working together as a right well either one they're amazing i mean the two of them have i rarely like watch i know you watch things over and over and over again I do not. I'm not like when I was younger, I did. I don't now. If I've watched something, <laughs> I never watch it again. I'm like an adolescence of watching TV in a way. Like, Well, there's this study out that does say that people who have anxiety watch shows. And I have really? anxiety and I don't do this. But that people, yeah, that it's that people watch shows over and over again. Because it, listen, it's like Friends, right? People watch Friends a gazillion times because there's the comfort in it. Well, that was my the, answer. Oh, the characters on Friends. Oh, okay, that makes sense. They were all so different, but they worked together so well. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah. and they're still all so close. So yeah. that's incredible. Not my favorite TV show ever. I mean, one of top twenty, or you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. But they, the chemistry between the characters was just incredible. Yeah, in my opinion. They, they didn't. Yeah. The casting on that is an unbelievable. Yeah. But. But Jamie and Claire are, um, for those Outlander fans, and I know a lot of people who listen to our episodes, are, especially our earlier episodes, you know, I've watched, I don't love the last three seasons as much, although I'll watch them, but the first three seasons are unbelievable, and I'll watch them over and over yeah. and over again. It's a comfort to me. I know, you're telling me, you're like yeah, the Oscars, you? like, music. <laughs> we have a like, thousand questions to go through here. Okay, fine, but... <laughs> I do understand the friends thing that, 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 you know, those characters work together. There's, there's nothing worse than finding out that your favorite show or your favorite movie that people hated each other. 
And that happens. It's like yeah. the new Sex in the City, right, with Samantha. Right. Everybody's so upset that Samantha's not there. And it ruins something about all those seasons of the first part, mm-hmm. you know. Like, you're like, oh, I loved watching that, but I hate now knowing that Samantha hated all of them and they hated Samantha, like Kim Cattrall. I, I just... <laughs> I don't know. So, so, but I, I do feel like Outlander is, is a, a chemistry that can't be beaten. I understand. My next question was, um, the dumbest indulge- indulgence you've ever spent money on. <laughs> okay. Should I throw out my scroll? Yeah, I know. <laughs> my list of like houses and Borgata and like whatever, like, yeah. Done. Borgata Casino in yeah. Atlantic City. Got, for I got those a ton who of it. Yeah, whatever. I got a ton of it. Yeah. Oh, so you don't say anything specifically? I, I just did. A house and gambling and like just indulgences that I, that, yeah, sure. Oh, okay. Not nothing a good specific. idea. Yeah, yeah. I said everything we bought from 2011 to 2017. Right. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Wait, 2017. We're yeah. 2022. We buy a lot of dumb shit now, too. No, now we buy shit that we need. Um, it's excuse expensive. me. We spent more on rogue cats in the last year. Rogue? <laughs> what are they like in, uh, what's the Jason Bourne series? Sure. What? No, that is, we are, that's no, you're dumb saving money. lot. No, it is not. I How is so. that done? Dumb money when you're saving lives. I 100% disagree with you. Okay. The the dumb money is... I'm watching this show right now, which I'm sure everybody's watching. It's like the number one show all over the world about Anna Delvey, Anna Surikin or whatever, with who, you know, inventing Anna on Netflix. And her one major... Ambition in life is to become rich and famous. And it drives me fucking crazy because I'm like, oh, my God, that is what you want. That's all you care about is to become rich and famous. Like we are spending money on the right things now. Right. Our daughter needs this school. We're spending money on that. Right. We just rescued a cat. We have these two rescued dogs. Like those are the right things, in my opinion. I'm not judging anybody else. If you can afford it, you do whatever you want. But I feel good about this spending. If this is what puts us in the red, I understand. Stressful. Mm-hmm. Way better than a 7,000 square foot house putting us in the red, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah. What is the best band that you've ever seen live? Okay, so I'm going to say the best I ever saw, Mia would be super mad at me because now she doesn't like uh, Brendan Yuri anymore. But uh, Panic of the Dick... Di- at the disco. Thank you. Yeah. Panic at the disco. Really? That's the best you've ever seen? Maybe it was because I hadn't seen a show in so long. Okay. But yes, he was mesmerizing to me, Brendan right. Yuri. He was I went I took her and her friends. I was not expecting it to affect me the way it did. His dancing, his singing, his charisma, Everything to me was like I was blown away. <laughs> it's so funny the difference is like what makes your best uh, concert that you've ever seen versus me. What wait? What was the worst that you ever saw? Sean Mendez. Really? Yeah, I took Mia and our niece Eliza to Sean Mendez, and I think Gabrielle too, to Sean Mendez back in the day, and I got it for them because you know he was a big deal and. Mm-hmm. 
I sat there the whole time. Like, I think we all sat there the whole time. Like, why? Why? And I like him very much. I just didn't think he put on a good show at all. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, the best show I ever saw, Faith No More, Metallica, Guns N' Roses. the one you got thrown out of? Uh, no, that was Skid Row. Oh, this okay. is a different show. This is when I was 15. So first time I ever like got drunk, first time I ever smoked weed, and it was an eight-hour concert, and it was the best, you know, my favorite bands. Like, it was, everything about it was just amazing. But the worst show I ever saw was Oasis. It was so bad. And Same you loved time, Oasis. I, I, I like them as a band. I really do. But, like, they just... They stand there and play their instruments. And yeah, sing that's songs. what Sean Mendez was. He just stood there and played his song. There was nothing. They had like background imagery and psychedelic things happening in the background, but they just stood there, played and sang, and that was it. Hmm. I was so fucking bored. It was awful. Okay. All right. What's your next question? My next question is What was your best movie superhero? Like, which. I know that you love superhero movies. Our kids are obsessed. Now, I, I wanted to jump in and say, you're talking about like Marvel DC no, superheroes? I'm talking about, no, no, superheroes in general. Okay. Because back I, in the day. I took I took this as like superhero, like Superman, Batman, like not. Yeah. Like, okay. But I didn't know if you meant like war heroes or whatever. Whatever you want it to be. This okay. is a very loose conversation. Right. Uh, yeah, superhero, hero, whatever. Well, I guess I would have thought about it differently if I just thought hero because there's... Right. I would have thought maybe way more... Right. No, so superhero. We're talking about comic book superheroes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. All right. So f- for me, my go-to is the Batman, 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 the Batman Dark Knight with Christian Bale. That's, I think, my favorite superhero movie. Like the Batman Begins, his origin story... I fucking love it. Is that the one with Katie Holmes? I do not know. You don't know if Katie Holmes was in your favorite Batman movie? <laughs> I don't know. Because people were very upset about her being like the the love interest in the Batman movie. I'm with, just yes, so bad with names. It was. It was. It probably she, was. Yeah. I'm just so bad with names. I don't know who who okay. it was or But I know people were upset about like Katie Holmes being a super, like a Batman superhero love interest okay i just loved everything about the origin story and all that and how he became who he is and mm-hmm. you know and you that thought christian thing. bale was a good yeah i thought he did great and of course i love michael keaton too as the original batman yeah, I didn't of course yeah 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 what about for, you? well for me you know i'm not a huge superhero person right. like i don't i don't watch a lot of batman i've seen the val kilmer and the uh Oh, God. Who was the original Batman? And not original 1960s, but like in the Michael movies. Keaton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've seen those and everything. He was the one with Kim Basinger. Yeah. That was a weird duo. Yeah, but but the, the Val Kilmer series, no. Okay. No. I said Christopher Reeves and Superman. <laughs> I thought that. But it's comical, too, kind of. He was kind of a comical Superman. Okay, so that's... When I was younger... You know, we've spoken about I loved the best little horse in Texas. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I was very into like song and dance and and um, female characters and everything. Christopher, the Christopher Reeves Batman for me. First of all, my brother and I used Superman. to. I'm sorry, Superman. Yeah. Exactly. My brother and I used to bond over that, and anything I could bond with my brother, who's ten years older than me, was 
really important to me. Like he was, he's a really good big brother, but you know, you, you have to find something that's going to bond you when you're 10 years difference and a different gender. Um, and we both loved the, mm-hmm. the, you know, the Clark Kent and the, and then, um, also he went to my high school mm-hmm. way before I did, but he graduated with my <laughs> aunt. Make sure you get that out there well, he way did. before you but he was friends with my aunt who graduated you know we all went to the same school and um and so yeah i really that to me it's very nostalgic for me i loved him in that role um and it was probably my first superhero experience mm-hmm. so that to me is the one who stays with me the most i understand that makes yeah. sense <laughs> we i just laughed about because you did this like 20 minutes ago. What expression do you hate when people say? Okay, so we just had our kids on the podcast last week, which thank you everyone for your wonderful comments about it. They were so excited to get those messages and everything that we were so grateful. Um, my first thing is I hate when Ian calls me bruh. <laughs> right. You talked about that on the episode. Yeah. yeah, I really do hate it. I am very much, I'm not a formal person at all. Like our kids call me Danielle and you know, our kids friends. Sorry. Right. Our kids friends call me Danielle and I, you know, I'm not big on formalities, right? We we've spoken about that many times with thank you notes and whatever. However, right. like if a if a kid's friend comes over and they're like, "Hey, Mr. Silverstein." I'm like, "No, no, no, no." Right. M- my name's Adam. But I do think there's something to be said for like now we live next to next door to these old, this older couple who our kids really love. They're like in their 80s and I think one of them is 90. They're the sweetest, most wonderful people. I said to them, "Under no circumstance are you to go over there and call them by their first names. Mm-hmm. You call them Mr. and Mrs." And if they correct you, you know, and say, call me this or this. And they have it, which I understand because they're not just one generation above us. They're kind of two generations, right. but they are the most wonderful people. But so, you know, I'm not into formalities except that I do think there's a certain disrespect in calling someone bruh or, you know, or there's sometimes when like our son will say something to us and I'll be like, if you ever say that to another parent or a teacher or whatever, I will be so upset with you. Like, don't get used to that. And the bruh thing bothers me. I don't like it. I think there should be, you want to do that with your friends? By all means, go do that. And like right. I said, I'm not a huge well, you know, no, formality for, person. For our generation, just relate that to bro. Would you ever go to your friend's house and call their parents bro? Never. Would you call your parents bro? Right. It's the and same I thing. just think there's a certain formality right. that like, you know, I, not that I want my, my kids' friends to call me Mr. or Mrs. Uh, not that I think there's anything wrong with that or not that I, I want them to feel like they can talk to me and ask. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
me anything and feel at home when they're here. But I also don't need them like calling me bruh. Right. I get it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. For me, which you just did 20 minutes ago without us even talking about this, I cannot stand it when somebody says to me, welcome to my world. And I could, I could just be saying, oh man, I've had such a bad day or this happened to me. And they're like, welcome to my world. Oh, that's what I just said to you. Yeah. yeah. You just said it outside. Mm-hmm. Like, I hate that. You have no idea what's going on in my world. I have no idea what's going on in your world. We got separate worlds. We could both got problems. Well, there are some times when I want you to understand what's going on in my fucking world. Okay. All right. But it's not an everyday whatever situation. All right. <laughs> I also said for that, I answered another one oh. that said, just choose happy. People say that all the time. Just choose just happy. Just choose ha- or choose happy. Right. That's a that's a big Instagram thing on your bio. They say choose happy. And I know the the intent behind it is so good. People are just literally trying to say, like, let's all just be happy and choose happy. But as someone who has a mental illness who literally can't sometimes choose happy, it's all I want is to be happy. Of course. Yeah, so I sometimes, you know, uh, people will say that or they'll put it in their Instagram bio or whatever, the hashtag choose happy. It's something where the intent is really good, but the, you know, it's not something that's possible a lot of the time. When you have a mental illness, you can't just choose happy. You want to so badly, but you can't. Okay. I understand. I agree. Thank you. I love you. (laughs) All right, let's take another break and we'll be right back. Okay, this was a hard one for me, for both of us, because you and I are both such comedy lovers, and it's been such a huge part of our relationship. Mm-hmm. But I asked, funniest scene in a movie? And I said, you can do a top three if you need to. Well, I did need to, but beyond that, I couldn't think of the funniest scenes ever. Oh. So I kind of did breakthrough comedies for me Okay. with the funniest scenes ever. Yep. Okay, so I hope that makes sense. Um, so number one was American Pie. Mm-hmm. They, they took comedy to a level that was never done before. There's too many scenes. I can't pick one. They're all amazing. Mm-hmm. The second was um, Something About Mary. Mm-hmm. Same situation. Mm-hmm. Just everything was just too funny. I can't pick one. And it was breakthrough. And the next one, the last one for me, not breakthrough comedy, but slapstick, stupid, fucking ridiculous comedy that I love. Can you guess what it would be slapstick i would think something with jim carrey yes ace ventura two yes every see i mean your balls are showing i mean Mm -hmm. they're just it it was just it's brilliance and comedy to that level Mm -hmm. to i mean beyond Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's really hard to pick i mean there's a whole you know if you think about snl in the 60s and 70s and we're just showing our kids Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood yes. and, you know, and Chris Farley and Patrick Swayze and the Chippendale dancers mm-hmm. and everything. It's very, very hard to, to, to put it down. But I said for us with our relation, I, I kind of narrowed it down. I used our relationship to kind of narrow it down, right? Like what are the three that we've watched together that we just pee our pants every single time? Mm-hmm. And for me, the first one was Dirty, Dirty Run Scoundrels, the rubric scene. Oh, yeah. You know, where he says, may I go to the bathroom now? <laughs> right. And they, everyone just pauses and, you know, he pees in his pants and he says, thank you. <laughs> uh, 
all stuff that if you did it today would be beyond inappropriate and against the norm and or like not even funny. Like it would be like, oh, I, he peed his pants. Maybe like, it was like, a whatever. different kind of comedy, but I would more be like they'd be canceled. Yeah, you know, um, bridesmaids. I don't know. I don't know if you're a big Bridesmaids fan. I am not a big Bridesmaids well, fan. Well, it's a woman's and movie. And I apologize, it's, but I will yes. watch it and love a it A lot of women's characters, so I understand. You know, I'm always trying to get you to watch more women's <laughs> things. Right. Uh, the food poisoning scene with Melissa McCarthy going to the bathroom in the sink. And uh, it's just an incredible scene. I mean, really an incredible scene. Um, and then I said uh, the nutty professor farting scene. <laughs> yes. Right? <laughs> Uh, just incredible yeah. again another thing that the nutty professor is such a wrong movie all about you know body image and all that stuff and now as someone myself who is like trying to be on board with the whole body image movement and everything you could never get away with it today but my god mm-hmm. it, so genius yeah, yeah well so. especially with him with eddie murphy with all of he did all the characters and so it was oh, funny for that reason yeah, yeah like yeah Okay, what is the strangest thing that you've ever eaten? Mm. This was hard for me. You don't have anything? You know, I'm not, no, I'm not very versed in the food industry. Okay, right, like sushi doesn't count. No, like I'm not, I, you know... Even still, and the fact that like you always want to go to Asian countries and try the food, the street food and everything mm-hmm. like that, none of that appeals to me at all. I'd love to go. I want to go to all the Asian countries and experience everything. I do not want to eat cat or dog or like right. none me, of yeah. those me things either. appeal to me. Right. Um, but I know it's much further than that. I'm, 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 I'm being very small-minded when i talk about that i know that there's many many other things to experience so there's nothing there's no strange thing you've eaten uh yeah i had a lot of trouble answering that yeah you don't have to have an answer okay all right for me i remember being a kid and my parents would take me to new york to chinatown and we would go to, to the restaurants and order a plate just picture a plate with like a mountain of snails on your plate. Not as cargo, like a luxurious like live snails? No, not oh. they weren't live. But like when you picture escargot, you have these bigger sna- like six big snail shells on your thing like it sounds gross just talking about it anyway. But this was a mountain of a hundred little tiny snail shells. Yeah, why? That they why? Would, they gave you a toothpick that you'd pick out the snail. Were they that good? The they were so good really your mom ate that i don't remember i remember way did your mom eat that i remember eating it as a kid yeah but your mom didn't eat that i don't know my dad did yeah your dad did i don't think your mom but it was the weirdest thing Mm. like a mountain of snail shells on your plate of these tiny little right yeah okay i don't get any of it all right what do you got what's next i don't know what's next i said saddest moment in any movie like All right, the, I what listen, is the saddest? Yeah. I, I don't want to start crying because I may. You won't. Because I cry every time I watch this scene. But it's not sad. Th- you know what I'm talking about? Yes, of course I it do. It's is, the only time you've ever cried in your life. <laughs> it's emotional, not sad. All right, so the line I said sad. I guess, but 
All right, emotionally sad for me. All right, Dad, you want to have a catch? Field of Dreams. <laughs> yes, we of all course. know. And I will cry every time I watch that scene, no matter Why? how many times Why? I watch that movie. I don't even know because this is way before. And you're wiping your eyes. <laughs> this is way before my dad died, or there was no like thing about me and my dad. Did or you never like have that. a catch with your dad? Once. Yeah. Maybe that's it. I don't yeah. know. That might be it. But you <laughs> haven't watched it with Ian yet. I want to. I told him the other day yeah, I, yeah. I want to watch this with him. Okay. Yeah. So right. that's mine. Uh, okay. So I said, I'm going to put a disclaimer on this because everything I say has to be followed with not including Schindler's List, Sophie's Choice, or 12 Years a Slave. Right. Right. Because those are all like, listen, you, I, those are your go to sad movies. Of course. I mean, there's so many. Like, I'm, I chose Field of Dreams. Right. No, no, no. But like, what I'm obviously. saying is, I cried through, like, Schindler's List. I remember going with my sister, and I was probably like 15. And I remember going with her and being like, I, I can't sit through. I can't sit through this. I cannot. You know, there's like all these movies that you can't sit through that are just too much. 12 Years a Slave, I just saw recently with you. Mm -hmm. You showed it to me recently. And it was the same kind of thing. It was like, I, I don't know if I can watch this. Right. But I would say uh, two movies growing up that I really cried at, and it sounds very ridiculous, but Beaches, mm -hmm. right? Like... Did you ever know that <laughs> you're my hero? Right. Which was played at like every funeral for the next 10 years. Um, and then also Steel Magnolias. Did you ever see Steel no. Magnolias? Yeah, you wouldn't. <laughs> um, and basically Julia Roberts' character has diabetes and she wants to have this child and she has this child and then she dies and uh, blah. So right. it's just, you know, it was very, for me when I was younger... It was a real, true cry. Like, I was really, really sad. I remember friends going to the movies with me and crying at movies and me being like, what the fuck are you crying at? And then these movies came along and I was like, okay, these are sad movies. Mm -hmm. Like, it was, yeah. Okay. All right. Next is, which app can you not live without? Oh, super easy. Uh, Uber. Obviously, <laughs> right. <laughs> we can never live without Uber. I don't know how I ever did, especially living in New York City. I took the subway at two in the morning, which was ridiculous. Why the fuck did I ever do that? And the second is find my iPhone. Find your iPhone. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Instagram. Oh, I don't think of that in a, as an app. I think of that as like <laughs> like your world. A livelihood. <laughs> yeah, right. that's my entire world. Exactly. Uh, no, yeah, of course. Listen, Instagram is my right. day to day. I could like get rid of our house before right, I exactly. could get rid of Instagram. No, uh, find my iPhone is like literally every single day. Someone in our house is doing find your iPhone. I know because Ian comes to me almost every morning. Hey, Dad, can yeah. you do find my mm -hmm. iPhone for my That's me AirPods or my phone or mm -hmm. whatever? Yeah. Okay. Now for me, it was messages because please don't call me. Yeah. Just text me. Yeah, I get that. Like, I don't want to hear. Like, I don't want to talk. Just I didn't know that was included. If I had known that was included. It's an app. Yeah, of course. All right. All right. What's yours? All right. The album, the best album that you can listen to straight through. Oh, this is, I mean, easy. I, can I guess? I mean, you can guess one of my four that I listed. Oh, probably yeah. I know. There's probably a lot. I know. It's a very uh, hard question. But my favorite album of all time? Yes, please. What is it? 
Guns and Roses. Yes, Appetite for Destruction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can listen to that straight through all the time, every day. Put me on an island. That's all I need. I'm good to go. Okay. Yeah. Um, Led Zeppelin. I have Metallica, Master of Puppets, Rush, Moving Pictures, Led Zeppelin. Probably the Led Zeppelin 4. Wow, but physical you're graffiti. really all over the place <laughs> yeah. with your music. I Very, very diverse. Yeah. <laughs> Not. I, listen, I'm a simple guy. Okay. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's yours? Well, the one that got me through my high school years was uh, Salt and Pepper. Very Salt and Pepper. Okay, Salt and Pepper. Yeah. Salt and Pepper. Very necessary. Mm-hmm. I even remember listening to that the night of uh, the day of my grandfather's funeral, which is one of the worst days of my life. I put on that album and I remember being so conflicted because being like, this album is getting me through this, but at the same time, I should not be listening to this during my grandfather's funeral. Like it's too uplifting. It's so it's too wonderful. It's too positive. Um, but yes, it, incredible. And the other would be very, very basic, a basic white girl album, mm-hmm. which makes me, you know, whatever near like uh, Dave Matthews under the table and dreaming. Mm-hmm. Very white girl of you, but I yes, appreciate it. Yes. Yeah. I, I know it's terrible, but I do feel <laughs> like even today when I'm in the car and I'm driving the kids somewhere and I let them out and I'm going home, that's the album I put on. I didn't know how to word this question and it confused you, but it was, what's the one thing that you'd want to know the most, but the information is not available to you? Like you can't, like, what do you want to know that you can't Google? Like, is there some um, conspiracy theory that only you can know if it was true or not? Or whatever. All right, you go Does that first. make sense? I want to know, do aliens really exist? Oh, yeah. right, that makes sense. And what, what are they like? Where do they live? What is it, like, how far advanced are they from us? Or are they not? Like, I want to know the real information. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. I get that. Okay. I want to know that too. <laughs> I'll, t- uh, especially- I'll tell you if I'm allowed to tell you after I know. Well, my favorite movie when I was like 11 years old was My Stepmother is an Alien. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that yeah, movie? Yeah, of course. With uh, Kim Basinger mm-hmm. and yep. Allison Hannigan and Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, I loved that movie. So that's as far as I go with Aliens. Okay. But um, I said... You know, it was hard for me because there were a lot of things like I'd love to know what Princess Diana was really like and what that looked like and her whole thing and, you know, all that. But I said, um, for the most part, I really want to know what our dogs like the first few months of their lives were like, because they have all these weird things that we don't understand. Like Billy is beyond terrified of fire, right? Like we we light a fire at night. You put the wood in and we have this wood fireplace that we absolutely love. And we all sit around and watch movies and Augie lays in front of the fire and is so happy yeah. and everything. And Billy runs upstairs and I feel so guilty. Right. So you want to know what are dogs thinking? Well, like, where does it come from? What's maybe. It? Yeah. Yeah. More specifically, our dogs. I love and, that. And I know that he, you know, he was born in a landfill. Mm-hmm. So all I can think to myself is he was probably surrounded by like there was fire that was burning garbage. Maybe that's my take on it. But I want to know for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, what is this? I like that fear come from. And then you have Augie, who, like, you're always upset because he's so snuggly. He wants to snuggle, which 
doesn't make you upset, but the upsetting part is, but you can't pick him up and you can't hold right. him and all this he stuff. He won't like, let me hold him. Yeah, yeah. And he obviously has this part of him that's very, very scared. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't want to know what happened because I'll be devastated. I want to fucking kill somebody. Yeah. Whoever hurt my dog, I will want to fucking kill. But at the same time, I like want to know where that came from and how I can make it better. I love that answer. Oh, yeah. thank you so I much. I think that's wonderful. Well, that's amazing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you have one more question. All right, I'm going to do this as a two-parter. Okay. The first one, anybody who's listening, family members, old teachers, my Hebrew school teacher, whoever, just oh, fast forward. Right, you had more than one question. I guess this is not the one I was Yeah, but I'm going to do as a two-parter. So just fast okay. forward a minute. My brother, whomever, <laughs> love you. Just keep going. Keep going. Okay, best favorite sexual act. Okay. Okay. For me, mm-hmm. um, choking, choking, choking. Yep. I love when we used to do that. It's been a long time. Um, what? <laughs> it's been a long time. You oh, haven't come on. Okay. You and your long time. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I loved the uh, cock ring. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. was so much fun. Mm-hmm. I would like to do that again. All right, you want to bring it back? Yeah. 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 I love the cock ring too. Super yeah. fun. That was, so those are my two favorite. Things. Okay, so my two favorite, it's a very basic. People are going to be upset with me. My first one, you're a really good kisser. Oh, really? Yeah. You're. Well, I'm going to say two. You're a really, really good kisser. I get that a lot. <laughs> That's not a joke. <laughs> oh, sorry. We've gone through too much for that to be a joke. <laughs> okay. And the second one is you're real. Please fast forward. <laughs> Mom, dad, mother-in-law, brother, anybody. You're really, really good at giving head. Really? Yeah, you really, really Thank are. Thank you. Yeah, you are. A hundred percent. Because I so, love it. You're so good at it. Mm. Second thing is for me, well, that's really the third thing, right. I guess. Anything involving boobs. I love boob play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's my favorite. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> it's yeah, obvious. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. And second the second part. part of that question is most overrated sexual act in your opinion. I think role play is overrated. We've never done it. Yeah, so how would you say that? Because maybe I would feel differently if we tried it. No, you're just too uncomfortable. With when it. I watch it, I'm like, mm, cringing. You know, oh, like, really? Yeah. I completely disagree. Like when I, yeah, because like you said, my only experience of it is watching a movie or a TV show or, you know, because we've never done it and I've never done it before you. It, it's just, I don't know, like... A husband will go to a wife. The wife is sitting at the bar. And oh, I would love that. Pick her up. And I'm like, really? Oh, like, that d- sounds amazing. Really? Amazing. I'm not against it, so I'll try it. Well, we don't it have enough seems... time. Like, we're, we need to be a way to do that or your kids to be a way for it. Like, you need to get in the mind frame. Yeah. And we don't have enough time to get in the mind frame. And like I said, I'm not against it. I just feel like it's overrated because I've never done it or experienced mm. it and seems like a weird thing that I just wouldn't be into, but maybe I would. Oh, I would love it. Okay, if you would, all right, I, let's I try would it. totally All right, we have no time, so all right, I'm have to just move gonna on. all right, so I'm just gonna say my overrated sexual act is a sixty nine. Oh really? Yeah, I, I'm not coordinated enough, I think, for it. I just can't <laughs> or bendable enough. Yeah, I just can't do it. I don't know. I just not okay. a good thing for me like i feel like i'm gonna bite you or something it's just not too much tea that may have happened probably okay all right oh we're ending on that no before we leave i have a lightning round response here that i want to go through before we stop that you have not seen these questions okay so i just want like a quick like 
I'm going to ask you, just answer. Okay. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Number one. Yeah. Books or audiobooks? <laughs> audiobooks, okay. obviously. Ice cream or cake? Ice cream. Have you ever swam naked without me? Yes. Podcasts in the car or music? Podcasts. Would you help to start a new society on Mars? Are people still on Earth? Yeah. No. Okay. Have you ever been asked to leave a restaurant? No, but you should have. <laughs> well, no, I haven't, but I've been asked to leave school. Okay, next is, what's your most annoying sound? Mom. Best smell? Coffee. Last thing that you Googled? Why do cats meow? <laughs> <laughs> Beach or city? Oh, city. Good answer. One word you have trouble pronouncing. Whatever the word was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I've done it a thousand times on this podcast. I cannot do vul vulnerable. vulnerable. Yeah, I can't do it. In, in many senses. <laughs> make a plan or go with the flow. Well, I would like to make a plan because I would like to be that person, but I'm go with the flow. Will humanity ever get along? Well, our dogs are getting along with this cat, so <laughs> right. I'm going to say yes. Oh, I hope so. Mm -hmm. I hope you're right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Amazon or Bloomingdale Shopping Spring? Amazon. Really? Ten years ago, I would have said Bloomingdale's. Wow. Okay. Ten years ago, Bloomingdale's, now Amazon What's for sure. the best pickup line? Do you like to go to Bloomingdale's? <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> best Girl Scout cookie? Oh, uh, tag along for sure. Okay. Not Thin Mints Frozen? No, I hate Thin Mints. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. Favorite horror movie character? Favorite horror movie character. Oh, uh, Jack Nicholson in Shining. Good answer. What's your go-to movie? The Notebook. Good answer. Oh, yeah. That was, was my fun. Round. Wow. I loved it. <laughs> and I don't have to do it back to you. Nope. Amazing. <laughs> loved it. You did well. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. All right. That was all. I want to do more of these. This was, was so, so much fun. fun. All right. Let yeah. us know if you want to see another episode <laughs> of that. Yep. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Anything you want to say before we go? Uh, rate and review, rate please. And review. Our kids also were saying if they like, if you like their episode, please rate and review in their name. Yeah, it's like at, yeah. like at the synagogue where you ask to like <laughs> plant a tree and yeah, we honor. relate marriage martinis to the synagogue. Right, quite if often. you listen, people plant a tree in someone's name. We're asking <laughs> you to rate and review on <laughs> Apple Podcasts. Right. All right, we All right. love you guys. Love you guys. It was fun. Bye. Bye.